Hello and welcome to the Apostolic Church Liverpool podcast. We hope the message you're about to listen to will inspire you, will be a blessing to you and give you perspective in life. For more of such messages, you can visit our website at www.tac-lona.org.uk You can also access other messages and resources from our YouTube channel, The Apostolic Church Europe. We hope you're blessed and inspired by today's message. God bless you. Here's the message. This morning, we all know our theme for the month, Showers of Blessing. And we'll be going into, two weeks ago, Pastor talked about Showers of Blessing, part one, which talks about the reign of righteousness, the reigns of the word, the reigns of the spirit, and the blessing. And then last week, Showers of Blessing, part two, which it took us on the journey of open gates. And then today, I want to take us further, which I tied to Showers of Blessing, part three. And then we want to be looking at what I call reign of mercy. Amen. Amen. The reign of mercy. And I'm taking our test from Psalm 103, from verse 1 to 17. I would love us to actually read this because that is going to be where we're going to be blessed a lot. So quickly, I want us to read this all together. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Now, he now listed those benefits that we'll be looking at one by one. One, he said, who forgives, who heals your disease? Who redeem your life from the pit and corruption? Who beautifies, dignifies, crowns you with loving kindness and what? Tender mercy. Amen. Five, he said, who satisfy your mouth with good so that your youth renew is like eagles. The Lord executes righteousness and just for all who are oppressed. Next slide, please. He made known his way to Moses, his acts to the children of Israel. The Lord is what? Is merciful and gracious. These are the characteristics of God that we want to look at. Slow to anger, but what? Plenteous in mercy and loving kindness. I'm going to stop there because of our time. God bless you. God bless you. You know, one of the phrases that we always use like every day, it's when we say, God bless you. You know, some of us will take it, oh, God bless. It's just like normal talk. It's just like normal say. It's just like we say, oh, good morning, good afternoon, hello, you're right, and all those things. But there is thing that we need to take the cognizance of when we're dealing with the word of God. The Bible says the word I've spoken to you are spirit and their life. John 6.63. So the reason why we do not answer the way we're supposed to answer when somebody say, God bless you, is because we have taken it with levity. We have so you know, we are familiar with it. 
over familiarity has made us not to understand the, the efficacy of those words. So before I continue in my, can we open in James chapter 1, verse 25? He said, but when you look into God's perfect law, in other words, God's world that set people free, he said, pay attention to it. So when somebody says, God bless you, those are words that set people free. So you should pay attention to those words. If you do what it says, you will have God's words, God's blessing upon your life. And these are the reasons of showers of blessing. So when you pay attention to God's words, you will have God's blessing. So we never just listen to his teachings and forget about what we had. But we pay attention to God's words. Amen. So this morning, I want to take us into the journey of God's mercy. So why God's mercy? And this will be talking us to characteristics of God itself. It's a merciful compassion, providing promising glint of light in a darkened world where there is where hope has lost, where mercy appears, everything turns around. Amen. It's kindness, it's a forward forgiveness, it's an empathy. It's a message chooses not to be offended, compassionately sees a hurting heart behind the hurtful words. Amen. God's mercy is reflected in the cross of Christ, a direct reflection of his love for us. It's a mercy is an extension, an expression of love. It's an act of kindness. Amen. Compassion or favor. When the man of God was talking during the push program, he said one of the one in one of those prayer, he said we pray that God will compel men. Men will labor to favor you. In other words, God will make some men to labor to be on rest until they have mercy upon you. People struggles when there is no mercy. You need mercy, my brothers. You need mercy, my sisters. You see, when people run elter-skelter, it's because there is no mercy. The challenges we're facing today, when mercy appears, there are some things that you don't need to do. You only need the mercy of God to appear. You only need the reign of mercy to come to that situation. We quickly look at what the Bible says about mercy. Lamentation 3, 22 to 23. It says, the steadfastness of love of the Lord never cease. His mercies never come to an end. Amen. You see, they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. They are new every morning. The mercy you received yesterday is quite different from what we're going to receive today. They are new every morning. Ephesians 2, 4 to 5 says, but because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ. Even when we are dead in our transgression, 
it is by grace you have been saved. Another, another fashion says, it is by his mercy that we are not consumed. There are some situations that you went through that it only takes God's mercy to see you through. His mercies are new every day. Titus 3.5, he said, he saved us not because of righteous things we are done, but because of what? His mercy. He saved us through the washing of the bath and renewal by the Holy Spirit. You know, there are sometimes you will go for an interview and you start praying, God, God, take control. Then you get to an interview, you start saying some things that even out of line, but somehow you get that job. You know what happened? God's mess. He says it's not because of the righteous things you've done. It's not because you keep the law. It's not because you are holy. It's not because you come to church every day. But the Bible says because of his mercy. You need mercy, my brothers and my sisters. The reason why so many people struggle in this life is because there is no mercy. He says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. Amen. For you to achieve anything in this life, for you to enjoy the showers of blessing that we're talking about, you need God's mercy. So he said, there's not a question of woman will or woman effort, but of God's mercy. It depends not on one's willingness, nor a strenuous exertion as it's running a race. It's not depend on your efforts, in other words. You need God's mercy. Amen. For the scripture says to Pharaoh, I have raised you up for this very purpose of displaying power in you, so that my name may be proclaimed throughout the whole world over. So then, he has mercy on whomever he wills. He just choose whoever he wills to choose mercy. May God have mercy on you today in the mighty name of Jesus. May the Lord have mercy upon your life in the mighty name of Jesus. My brother, the journey of life will be so tedious, will be strenuous, will be stressful without God's mercy. Peter said, we have toiled all the night. This is a professional fisherman. They go PhD in fishing. They knew everything about fishing. But they said what? We have toiled until they meet mercy. Until mercy appeared unto them. The toiling continued. Jesus said to them, Cast their nets. We need mercy. We need mercy. Amen. There is no way you want to survive in this world that we live in without God's mercy. It is not by woman's effort. So many people have done it in their own way. So many people have run around in their own way. But you need God's mercy to succeed. The reign of mercy. 
quickly because of our time, I'm going to want to look at two characters in the Bible that obtain mercy. You will know it's not by your efforts. It can only be happened by God's mercy. Number one, 2 Samuel verse, chapter 9, verse 1 to 9. Mephi Bushit. We all know the story of Mephi Bushit in the Bible. Can we, can we please? I would like, I, we won't go through the whole verse, but I want to take some verses out of there. Second Samuel chapter 9, from verse 1. We all know this story of this young man. This man came from a royal family. But for some reason, his generation was wiped out. He was the only one that was left. And because another king took over the throne, the next thing, according to the law of that country, is to wipe out every traces of anybody that have leanness to that royalty. But for somehow, somebody kept this boy. On his way, when they went to go and keep him, they were dragging him, and then he crippled on his feet. And he was took somewhere in exile for donkeys of years. But, some, but one day, Mercy appear. Amen. Mercy appear. But one day, mercy appear. This is to tell you that no one can do anything by his own power. This is a forgotten somebody that has been in exile that was even waiting on the day that is just going to die and forget about everything. But one day, mercy appear. Second Samuel, please. He said, David asked, is there anyone still left in the house of Saul to whom I can show mercy for Jonah's sake? Because of somebody today, because of God, somebody will remember you today and have mercy upon you. You see, now there was a servant of Saul's house named Seba. They summoned him to appear before David. And the king said to him, are you Seba? At your service, he replied. The king asked, is there no one still alive? This man is on rest. Can you imagine that prayer that was prayed in the bush program? He said, somebody will be on rest until they favor you. Somebody will be on rest until they have mercy on you. They will seek you wherever you are. It does not matter because mercy is on operation. When God's mercy is on operation, Everything, every protocol will be lost. Amen. So King David had him brought. Siba said, Yes, he is at the house of Maker, son of Amel in Lodoba. So King David said, Brought him, move down. Verse 6. He said, When Mephibosheth, son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, came to David, he bowed down to pay him. Oh no. And David said, are you Mephibosheth? Nobody could even recognize him anymore. Because this man has looked at God. So, and look at his response. At your service. And David said unto him, for I will surely show you kindness 
I will surely show you mercy. Because of what? Because of your father. You know you have a father in this house. Who is that father? God himself. Somebody will call you to pray. Somebody will call you this week. Somebody will call you this month. He said, because of God, I want to have mercy. I want to show you kindness. I want to show you favor. Because why? There is need of mercy that will rain on you this month in the mighty name of Jesus. The people bowed down and said, what is your servant that you should notice what a dead dog like me? There are some positions that God will bring you to this month that is far beyond your own certificate. That is beyond what you think you know academically. That is beyond what you think you know by your experience. Because God's mercy is bringing you to that level. The level that you will get to and you will appear before the king and they will ask, what qualification have you got to even get to that place? And you will say, it's only by God's mercy. There are some places that you will get to in this life that your certificate cannot take you there. It is only God's mercy. This man has got nothing. Look at the way he described himself. So, why do you, how is this happening? A dead dog like me, crippled, I've got no certificate, I've got, I've got, I've got no anything. How? Me? And look at the response. He said, then the king Sumosiba so steward and say to him, I have moved down, please. Giving your master's grandsons everything that belongs to someone and his family. Everything that devil has stolen away from you. Because of God's mercy, he will be restored back unto you in the mighty name of Jesus. You are struggling in the business, you need God's mercy. You are struggling academically, you need God's mercy. I was part of an interview panel some years back, and we interviewed this gentleman. And then we start questioning him, and the guy was talking completely out of point. Completely out of point. And guess what? My manager that was heading the panel of that interview, because for some reason, for some reason, it's just he said, I just like this guy. And you know what is happening during that interview? I will throw a question and I was expecting him to respond. But my manager, that my manager will say, are you trying to say, say for instance, are you trying to say, say what is business? And the guy will like, business, eh, this, this, this. And then he went out of, out of point completely. And my manager will say, are you trying to say business is a process of buying and selling of goods and services and this and that? Say, oh, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that is what we're talking about. In a way, it was the one answering the question for him. And the other lady that was, you know, taking the notes, taking the point, she keep writing exactly the same way. Eventually, this guy, we actually... It was this guy. But I look at the whole thing. After the whole process, say it was only God's mercy that brought you into this organization. It's not, it's not about, look, 
It's not as if this guy is no good. He knew everything. But because of, maybe because of the tension or something, everything just went out of his head. The way mercy is in operation, no matter what happened, God will give you the position. God was saying, there are some people that there is a position that is awaiting for you in that office. There are so many opposition. I'm saying today, because of God's mercy, because of God's mercy, because God will bring mercy on you, you will be appointed for that position, irrespective of opposition in the mighty name of Jesus. Quickly, because of my time. I want to talk about the second character. John chapter 5, verse 1 to 18, please. Quickly, quickly, please. There is a man by the pool of Bethsaida. We all know the story. This man has been sitting down in one place, expecting God's miracle for 38 years. This man has been struggling. There were so much challenges. There was Suffering, when you say suffering, sufferness, this is a bundle of sufferness. Look at what happened in this chapter. You see, sometimes look at Jesus went up to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish festivals. Jesus has no reason of going to that place. What was going on? It's just ordinary feast that was going on there. He has no reason of going there. Now look at what happened. Now there is in Jerusalem near the ship gate of Upon, called by Bethsaida, and which is surrounded by five covered colonnades. Here a great number of disabled people used to lie. The blind, the lame, the paralyzed. When we was there had been invalid for what, 38 years. This man, had, talk of anything you want to talk about, sufferness in this life, this man has gone through it. There will be a time that this man will not eat three square meals because there's nobody to provide it for him. He can't walk. No money. He can't go and buy anything. Nothing. He can't. Only God knows when the last time he changed his clothes. We want to talk about sovereignness. This man has gone through it. Amen. This will happen for 38 years until one day. Until that one particular day, I was listening to one of these Yoruba evangelists. It defined what miracle is in Yoruba. I was amazed. He said, Miracle is where? Yeah. Soberness. As meat with Anu. That is what he called Yanu. Where your sovereignness has met with mercy, that is what we call miracle. This man has been suffered 38 years until one day his sovereignness now met mercy. And who is that mercy? Look at what happens after verses. He said, When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time. This man has been suffering until mercy met that sovereignness. And it becomes what? Miracle. Amen. You see, he asked him, do you want to get well? 
the invalid reply. Who? Do you want to be well? Do you want miracle? This guy starts saying something else, just like the guy in the interview who was saying out of point. That is what I'm telling you. It is not by your efforts. It is not what you know. It is not by experience. This man, 38 years experience in soberness. He has degree, PhD in soberness. They were asking me, how do you want to get out of this situation? Look at invalid questions. I have no one to help me. Who is supposed to be? I want to be out of there. I've been in this 38 years. I just need to be free. Wrong questions. The Bible says it was given invalid, out of point completely. I have no one to help me in the pool. When the water is dead, well, I'm trying to get him. So my eyes goes down. Excuses upon excuses. Who cares? What do you need? Oh, guess what? When mercy is on operation, it doesn't matter how invalid your answers. It doesn't matter out of point your responses are. When mercy is in operation, things will turn around. And Jesus said unto him, get up. Get up and pick up instant miracle. Jesus was not even saying, I'm not asking you about this. I'm not talking about, I just want it just ignore all the invalid responses. You need mercy. May the Lord give you mercy today in the mighty name of Jesus. He said, pick up your mat and walk. He said, at once, instantly, after 38 years that this man has been in this situation, he received the very miracle. Mercy, you have business that is suffering. All you need is a rain of mercy. All you need is a rain of mercy. I just have this in my spirit, please. I just want to do this. Pastor, man of God, please pray for me first before we continue. I need God's mercy in my business, not as a friend now, but as a man of God. Please, shall we pray? Father, in Jesus' name. The Bible says the deep connect unto the deep. So, Father Lord, I declare upon your servant the grace of God, the mercy of God, the favor of God, the glory of God in Jesus' name. Mercy, receive it. Favor, receive it. Glory, receive it in Jesus' name. And so shall it be in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, sir. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I just have the urge to do that. If that is not happening, I don't know. That is the moment my spirit said I should do that. Praise the Lord. So we conclude quickly. Sorry for taking your time. In conclusion, I'm just going to talk about two points and then we round off. First, believe you humble yourself. Be humble. Second, chapter seven. He said, the Bible says, if I shut up heaven, so no rains fall. Or even I command locals to devote the land. Look at all the sovereigns that is coming. Or if I send pestilence among my people. And guess what? Verse 14. But if my people are called, that is the beginning. Some people will say, I have been in this situation. 
and we just go and pray and fast and solve it. Prayer and fasting, we do it. Look, if you don't follow, if you don't follow this process, it's not going to work. He said, "Unbu themselves first. You go to unbu yourself. Then what happens? Then you pray. Then you seek. Then you can go and fast. Then you can go and praise. Then you can go every do all that thing. But the starting point, you go to unbu yourself and see what will happen. Seek, crave." Require of necessity in my face and come from their wickedness, then I will hear from my people and forgive their sins and heal their land. That is when mercy will come. Please to humble yourself. I was listening, I have this man of God, Apostle Joshua Selman. He's one of few men, men of God that I follow his teaching. Very few of them I follow him. Respect him so much. I don't know this guy. He was sharing one testimony sometimes ago. I'm going to be very brief. He said he was sharing a testimony about the man of God. He said this man of God, he prayed for people, healings, deliverance, miracles happen. He prayed for people in his church, people that are seeking, you know, for the you know, foot of the room. They were blessed with babies and all that. But guess what? This man of God has issues in his life as well. Okay? But during one of his deliverance services or something like that, one day, he prayed for people, and some people that he prayed for, you know, they have issues with the food of the wombs. They have babies. God granted the prayers, and they were pregnant. And his wife was sitting in the congregation that day. And before the service finished, the, the wife just took her bag and went and went to and apparently, they were looking for the foot of the womb as well, this man of God. And then, he was surprised. He looked around. He couldn't see his wife. What's happening? Where is... So, he finished the service and everything, and then he go home. After he go home, he asked his wife, why do you just leave the service just like that? What's happening? And the, the woman won't say nothing. He just went in, brought his food, put the food on the table and everything, and prepared the table and Get him to eat her. And he was still asking her, why? What is happening? The woman won't say nothing. Then at a point in time, this woman now came forward and said, he knelt down before her husband. I said, man of God, I want you to pray and I want, we have, I have a family issues. I need the fruit of the womb. And the man was like, apparently, according to this Apostle Suleiman, he said, this woman has been looking at her husband as husband. She wasn't seeing him as a man of God. But one day, when she humbled herself, she went before man of God and not her husband in this process. And the man of God lay out upon, her, upon, this, upon this woman his wife. And he said he fed an auction upon him to pray for that woman, not as his wife, but somebody that God has brought to receive God's mercy, God's favor. He said that month was the month that God did for them. Humble. When you humble yourself, 
You know, when you are so familiar with somebody, when you are too familiar with your husband, when you are too familiar with your wife, you don't know the grace that those people carry. But when you humble yourself, you will enjoy God's mercy through those people. Amen. Number two, quickly, because of my time. Luke chapter 6, 35 to 36. Be merciful. You want to enjoy God's mercy? Be merciful unto others. So, but love your enemies and be kind and do good. That someone derives benefit from them and learn, expecting and hope for nothing in return, but considering nothing as loss and despairing for, of no one. And then your recompense will be great, abundant, and you'll be sons of the most high. He is kind and charitable and good to the ungrateful and selfish and even the wicked. 36. He said, be merciful. You want to enjoy God's mercy. You want to enjoy that rain of mercy this month. You want that showers of blessing to come upon you. You have to be merciful to someone. You see someone is suffering. Keep that person. Someone in a situation do something. Sometimes it's not everything about money. Money is not everything. There are some little things you can do. Be merciful. Matthew chapter 15, chapter 5, verse 7. He said, Be merciful. Blessed are the blessed, happy to be envy and spiritually prosperous, with life and joy and satisfaction in God's favor and salvation, regardless of their outward condition. He said, Blessed are the merciful. For what? For they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the merciful. For they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the If you don't get anything out of this today's message, just take that one. Blessed are the merciful. For they shall obtain mercy. You want to obtain God's mercy? Be merciful. You want God to favor you, favor somebody. Somebody offend you. It's very hard. Be merciful. Just show a glimpse of mercy. You don't know what to do when somebody crossed your line. Oh, you just feel like you need to revenge. You need to just give it back. Just think one thing. Just be merciful. So that's what you can obtain mercy. May the Lord help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Can we stand upon our feet, please? Let's just begin to pray for God's mercy. Thank you.